am Janice, and you are listening to the Self-Love Science Podcast. Today, I want to talk about expression, as in full-blown self-expression, being the absolute truest version of yourself. When it comes to expression, and you're moving through the world, and you're learning your purpose and who you're meant to be here, learning to express yourself is the journey and it's also the reward. I found that a lot of my depression came from my inability to be expressed. What I mean by that is that at my lowest point, I realized that I had ventured so far away from who I am that to live in that existence to be the me that I was at that time of my life was worse than death. It was worse than a death sentence. The deepness of the depression that I was in, the pain that I was living in, was because the life that I had chosen and accepted had caused me to stray away from the person that I am right now. The person who is speaking, if you're watching this video, the person you're looking at, this is my absolute truest self. I don't have filters anymore when it comes to how I express myself. I wear what I want. Um... Chemotherapy took my hair from me. Now I grew it out. I got a great barber and I love my hair. It used to be straight. Now it's curly. Like that was one of the, that was the most beneficial side effects of chemotherapy. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wear things that make me feel really good. And so the way that I existed before is I I remember having like a shopping addiction and I'd buy just clothes upon clothes upon clothes and I'd have drawers full of clearance merch and um, I'd go buy a bunch of cheap ass shirts and cheap ass jeans and cheap ass shoes and just have like a hundred of everything. And I've never really felt like I could just be myself. You know, I kept trying to put things on the outside that would be an expression of me. But I didn't know who I was. I wasn't clear. Um, and I wasn't living as my best self. I was living a sad life. So I think that the way that I would dress reflected that. I'd be very intimidated by being bold or being daring. You know, your clothes, your hair, your makeup, your shoes, jewelry, those are ways that your outside can match what you're feeling on the inside. And the the life that I was living before was it was pretty shitty. Um I was in a a style of relationship that just did not work for who I was, and as time went on, um I had to shut down all these parts of myself in order for me to continue participating in the life that I was living. If your circumstances right now are so miserable 
that you can't even look at yourself in the mirror sometimes, that's a good indicator that you are not living your true expression. True expression means that you laugh at whatever makes you laugh and you're not worried about if somebody else is laughing about it. It means that you are radiating something from the inside out, like your spirit has room to breathe. Your aura is visible. Um, people compliment my hair now. <laughs> I never had that before when I had straight hair. And I'll do like cool designs. And um, like my barber is really dope. So she gives me these like really awesome cuts. If you're watching the video, my hair is like super crazy right now. Um, and I always want to tell people it's not my hair. You can see me. You can see authenticity. I can spot the most authentic people in a room always. And there's like a moment, like when I see really happy people, we'll look at each other and we just instantly, like our eyes will widen and we know. <laughs> We're like, oh shit, you are genuinely happy from the inside out. When I'm at when I meet people who are living authentically, I see them from a mile away. It might be like one earring that they're wearing or like a scarf or there will be something that I can just tell. It isn't the article of clothing that they're wearing. It is this person knows who they are and they are complete with it and they have joy lying underneath it. It's not just about fashion to try to cover things. It's about everything is free and open so you can use those things to express yourself. Um, the first way that I learned expression was like speaking up for myself. I had watered down my voice so much. And as someone who is a poet, a songwriter, um, someone who's now doing a podcast because I want to share and communicate with people. Communication is my number one favorite thing to do. I love talking to people and hearing their life story. And that's not who I was. I was living really quietly, really sad. I wouldn't speak up for any reason, even when it was necessary, even to communicate that I was um, being bullied or that I was being harmed by situations or circumstances or people's way of communicating or their way of expressing themselves. And when I really look at the layers that I uncovered of the unhappiness and the sadness and the guilt and shame and remorse and how many things were there because I wasn't saying how I felt or I wasn't exiting when I needed to. I was remaining in situations that were continuously harmful to me or whatever, like lack of self-love or, or lack of self-worth. And then there were a few times that I look backwards and I think um, that you know, I, I would feel anger about situations. So there's like two things that come to mind and it have to do with like sexual harassment. 
when I was 17 years old, my uh, this manager at this fast food restaurant that I was working at grabbed my ass in front of everyone. And I remember cussing him out, right? Like my first instinct was, don't you fucking touch me. How dare you? And he was like, don't forget who writes your paycheck or something. I was making like $6.15 an hour. And I just like stood there and I looked around and I was so embarrassed. And there was all these guys there. And I was just thinking like, why isn't anyone saying anything to him? You know, like they just, um, they just stood there. And I had so much anger about it for years or kind of like brushed it off. And then when I was talking about this in like a group therapy session, I was like, you know what I'm most angry about? That I didn't like call the cops or tell his wife. I was angry that I didn't do something, that I didn't cuss him out again. You know, Um, there was another time I got like sexually assaulted on an ambulance where I got like felt up by this ambulance guy this paramedic. Um, I had gotten a car accident. He's like, oh, I'm checking for glass, but he t- like felt me up and down. And I knew that it was inappropriate when I got into the hospital and another doctor did the same exam and there was no like ass grabbing involved and things like that. And I was so young in, in both of those situations and I didn't have, I didn't have my voice yet. I didn't know how to stand up. I had not been prepared for those situations. And like just throughout the years, so many different things that, that happened that I just didn't stand up for myself or when I did, it would come out in anger. I would feel like it came out wrong, you know, and I always would feel guilt for telling people that they hurt my feelings because then I felt like, oh, I'm hurting you now, even though some people need to hear it. Um. Some people need to get a little taste of of what they're they're giving off in the world, you know. And expression in that moment was like, oh, and then when I got sexually assaulted by my boss, I went and I told this person that I was dating what happened, and they were like, "Call the cops." And I was like, "No, I'm scared. I don't want to do that." You know? And they were like, "Well, then you must have liked it." That was their response to me. You must have liked it. And I didn't tell that person to go to hell, you know, when I should have. And as I go on through life, you know, pushing more and more things down. And eventually, myself, my spirit was just covered in layer upon layer of of trauma and shame and guilt and and beating myself up for not being stronger, not being braver. And through healing, you know, I would write letters to people. Um, I would write letters to people who hurt me. I wrote letters to, um, you know, that person that, that, that I was working with and the person who after that I was dating at the time, I wrote letters to both of them. And I, that was how I found my expression. And so that's an exercise that as you're going through, when you've had things happen to you, and I know that there are different, there's a range of traumas. And so I'm mindful of when I give these exercises that if you get into a writing exercise and you feel that it's too intense, 
write a letter to a different person, someone that's easier to work through an issue with, to forgive, so that you can get the practice of of expressing yourself honestly to people. If you have the ability to communicate directly to the person, if that's something that is that is possible and that is safe and that is going to help you with the healing, then have conversations with people and let them know how you feel about things that they said or they did. So that type of expression is, um, that was removing the layers, right? That was the reducing the negative emotions part of the joy pain scale. Let's get some of the pain off by communicating difficult things. And you build your stamina when it comes to that. You learn that you start getting closer and closer to addressing things in the moment that they happen. And then you start learning at some point, somebody would try you and you're like, absolutely not, not today. And you'll let them know right away. And then the expression after is your joyous self, right? You remove these layers and then you start being open and you, you get more comfortable in that skin, the skin of the person who's okay with saying how they feel the skin of the person who starts accepting, you know what, I like this hobby or this activity that I do. And I like it enough that I don't even care if other people don't like it. You start getting joy from expression then. I would, I would build these little miniature, um, miniatures, like a little miniature two bedroom apartment. (laughs) that I bought on Amazon, obsessed. And I know it's a thing. I follow pages on Instagram of like miniature food cooking and miniature house. It took me back to my childhood of once. I have this memory of going to like a flea market and seeing somebody who had built a little miniature. I think it was like a bathroom. And I most vividly remember a teeny tiny roll of toilet paper. And it just stood out with me through years. So when I got the opportunity as an adult, I was like, I'm going to go order this shit and make it. And I got, and then it didn't, this one had a bathroom, but it didn't have roller toilet papers. So I made my own. And I was like, I don't give a shit who thinks that's weird. It makes me so happy. You get more and more and more comfortable with expression. And then you feel happier and happier about being you because you're living as your true self. You're unapologetically authentic. You say what you want. You go where you choose. You say no when you need to say no. Sometimes you don't say no when you need to say no, but you learn to to have that conversation with yourself after, you know? It feels amazing. I always want to share about what the experience is when you get there. It is wonderful. It is a joyous, joyous feeling. It feels like freedom. You know, I think that that's something we're all seeking when we set money goals or goals of traveling or changing jobs or whatever. We're looking for this sense of freedom. And if you rely on social media at all for life advice, then you'll see you know, memes and tweets and 
cliche things, but it's it's accurate that it comes from inside of you. That sense of freedom comes from inside of you. I went on this vacation. I was traveling around the world. Um, we went to a bunch of places. We had like 10 stops. We went to like Croatia and France and Italy, um, Greece. And I was in all these cities around the world. And there were these beautiful cities and I'd never been there. And I didn't know the language and the food was different. And I remember standing in Nice, France at some outdoor park and they had like those water things that kids can run into. It was near a mall. And I was standing there. I was like, this is gorgeous and beautiful. I would want to come here and stay here for a little bit. But I remember thinking, but is this it? Like, is this what travel is all about? Because I had had this kind of rapid fire experience since I was on a cruise and we were stopping at so many places and we had to learn, you know, currency and travel and things were happening really quickly. But I was over there on another part of the world that I'd never been to. And I remember just thinking, I've wanted to travel for so long. And I got there and I was like, but what am I looking for over here? What am I supposed to feel? inside. And it was at that time that the the depression was so deep. It didn't matter where in the world I was. I was in this beautiful city on a beautiful day and I couldn't find happiness there. I couldn't find peace or tranquility. I was just like, all right, when are we going to get back to the boat? And now... I can go anywhere. I could be sitting at a coffee shop and feeling like if you would walk in and see me sitting somewhere and I might be looking at my phone or I might be writing in a journal, what is coursing through my veins is this flow of love energy and peace and possibility. Because I'm unfiltered now. I'm to the point where I don't have those layers like that. For me, it's it's growth now, growing as this person. I don't need to run away from who I am. I don't need to run away from the life that I have. It's all about what's next for me. You know, what is the, the next evolution of this self? I have a life that I love waking up to every single day. <laughs> and I've had like bad shit happen recently. Um, and, you know, I'll go down a couple days. <laughs> I've had to spend some days on my couch. I've had to grieve and mourn many things. And I still, I know that in front of me is this joyous, happy day of getting to exist as myself. That's why it matters to express yourself. Your soul, your, your internal state, your, your spirit, whatever labels you want to put on it, 
It's so beautiful and magnificent. You need to just get to it. If you're not there now, do the work. Do the work. (laughs) Heal so that you get to live as you. Can you imagine that? A lot of times when I am sitting here recording, I imagine talking to my old self before I learned how to heal, before I invested in my healing, my time and my energy into my healing. And I just remember that I didn't know joy like this existed. Like when I got there, I was like, what is this? It's what I expected to feel when I traveled the world. What I expected to feel from like fulfilling my dreams and and achieving goals. And sometimes I could just be in my living room, just laying on my rug. And I'm like, holy crap, I am so incredibly happy right now. And I had this day that I loved so much. And I remember I was looking at all the corners of my mind for something that was amiss. I was like, um, what's wrong? And I looked for something to be upset about and I couldn't find it. There was stuff going on. But I was like, it's just stuff. It's so temporary. This two shall pass. And I said, none of those things can steal this from me. Nobody can take your expression away from you. They can influence the way that you choose to express yourself if you choose to allow the influence. Your peace your sanity, your love, your happiness. Those things are reserved for you. Those are things that no one can steal. If you're a person who's had things taken from them, no one can steal happiness. They cannot. It is not possible. They can make effort to destroy moments in your life. Those moments are temporary. Don't let people who have harmed you hold on to valuable real estate in your spirit, in your mind, that you could be reserving for where your peace and your joy fit. Love is infinite. The experience of it goes beyond what I've ever had conversations with people about. And I am a poet. I get real creative with language. And I have heard a million different ways that poets express themselves. I even went to college for it. Like I've read poets. I've gone to poetry night. I've done open mic. I write it every single day. I can get super expressed. 
and the sensation of love inside of your body. The only word that really I can settle on and make peace with is that it is infinite. The sensation, the concept of whatever infinity is, is a perfect match with what love is. It feels like peace, happiness. It feels like calmness, serenity. It's, there's a gentleness to it. There's an ex- exhilaration to it. Start asking the question, who am I? One of the things that I, I wrote down, I have a sticky note on my computer in front of me. And it was about pain. It was about a circumstance. And I was feeling um, pain, anger, resentment. And I looked at it like if, if pain and anger and resentment were concepts that I can pull out and hold in my hand. I asked myself, who am I without this? If I, if I had to place that to the side for a moment and it wasn't muddying the waters in here, who am I without the experience of pain? Who are you without the expression of a person who is constantly in pain? Who are you if you are not the expression of someone who hates their life? Who are you as an expression of someone living abundant and free and joyous? What does that look like? What does that feel like? I've read a lot of law of attraction things. And the reason I went with the self-love science name of my podcast is because I would read things like the law of attraction and I needed to analyze them in depth. I was like, what mechanism is it that, that lets this work? How does this work? right? And prove it. So there is, there is this, um, visualization concept. Now I've already been doing visualization in the form of quantum jumping with, uh, Bert Goldman. You can watch, um, his video on YouTube, your first quantum jump or something like that. And in the law of attraction and in the secret, They were like, you need to feel the feeling before it comes to you. And it used to piss me off because I'm like, how the hell could I possibly know what it feels like if I never felt it? How am I supposed to imagine it? So you're doing your visualization and it starts with what you're probably used to as your imagination. I have this like incredible imagination. I can imagine the shit out of things all day long. I can fabricate alternate realities if I really wanted to. And in visualization, you're thinking about it, right? And I had this moment where I was visualizing, um, something that I really wanted for my life, something really important to me, something that I was dreaming about, something that I wanted in my life. And I just was thinking, right? That's how you start. You're just sitting there. You're just thinking with my eyes closed. Maybe I had some like 
um, binaural frequencies or something like 528, is it megahertz, 528 hertz? I don't know. And I remember in this visualization, I imagined myself speaking with a person and saying things to them that I would say, um, to like a, a person. I was imagining talking to a person. I don't want to say what it, what I was thinking, but then there was this moment where it went from like a visual in front of me to me being in the experience and my imagination collapsed with reality. So I became overwhelmed with the sensation of what it would feel like to be in front of a person saying those things. And I could feel the, the magnetic energy of, of love. And it was beautiful. It moved me. It brought me to tears because I felt the sensation. And I don't really know how to expand upon that anymore. I don't know how to say what it felt like other than beyond virtual reality. It's almost like a space in between your existence and your imagination. And shortly thereafter, that life experience happened to me. I then had a moment where the the I had felt the feeling first and then I think it was like in a week or two, I had the experience of it. And I remember going, holy shit, this is what I just felt last week. And here I am, I'm living it. Um, it took a lot of practice for me to get that. It took a lot of belief and letting go of some limiting beliefs I have about it and thinking, you know, this is kind of ridiculous and this is stupid. And I just think, I think that the human brain is a really fascinating organ. The mind is like, we could never, the brain is a mystery. The mind is a mystery. We are tapping into it. People are developing exceptional abilities all the time right? We are seeing people run faster than ever before, lift more weight than ever before, break beyond intelligence, you know, that we've ever seen like people are evolving and we are able to bear witness to it because there are these, you know, competitions and people are sharing what they've learned. When it comes to the way that the mind works, you know, I think that the, the kind of law of attraction language has sort of hijacked, uh, this realm. And if you're not into metaphysical things and you're a little more like, I need something that's grounded in reality, um, suspend belief for a moment, suspend your judgment for a moment and look at it like, what capabilities does the human mind have? If, if even the greatest like minds who study the brain can't really understand everything about it. The best experiment is doing it yourself, learning yourself. I have had so many, I experienced flow state. I was, I like saw something that I think Vishen Lakiani posted on Mind Valley. 
Um, I was I had just read um, Stealing Fire, so I'd learned about flow state, and I had a night where I was doing my visualization, I was doing my quantum jumping, my Wim Hof breathing exercises. And in this visualization, I remember I like had hit a limit because I wanted to believe that I was like really capable of something big. And my doubt was like, girl, you can't do this. You can't do it. And finally I was like, you know what? Then I'm going to dream even bigger than that. And that all of a sudden I was having the experience that I was living in this amazing, profound life. And it was beyond imagination. And I'm sure as time passes, more and more people are like, this works. This is real. Pay attention to it. Apply it. I'm the type of person where if somebody's like, I know how to read minds. Everybody in the room is like, yeah, okay, Steve, whatever. I'm just like, say more, Steve. (laughs) Like, what do you know that I don't know? Right? People are making these incredible claims about the way that the mind works and how you draw things to you. And they're living right? Like they're like, oh, I'm a multi, multi, multi-millionaire and I used the law of attraction. What is the benefit to shutting down the possibility that some of those things could benefit your life? Affirmations worked wonders for me. Looking in the mirror worked wonders for me. Journaling worked wonders for me. And I also said the brain is really fascinating. I, I was looking at it as um, you know, knowing that the brain had the ability to heal, looking at the placebo effect, I was like, there's a lot of power in here. And in the future, they're going to look back at our archaic asses and be like, y'all were dumb. Why didn't you listen to this thing about the way the mind works? And you can experience that sensation in advance of knowing what it feels like. I will say that I think that my experience of it, experiences of that are I wouldn't say limited. I was going to say that, but that's not accurate. I've actually been able to do this many times. And um, looking in the mirror and saying that the reality is the present, saying like, I am so happy now that I have this amazing life, that for me allows me to easily move into the sensation and the experience. And All that I really want to say about this is um, all of these things are so that you can get to you. If you try the exercise and it's not for you, that's cool. But uncover who you are. Discover who you are. The world needs more people who are happy. The world needs more people who are at peace, who are loving The world needs more people who express themselves fully. We can become more creative together. We can evolve faster. If everybody's like following their dreams, what is humanity capable of? How can we consciously forward evolution? How can we put evolution into fast forward? My thoughts are that If somebody really, really believes in themselves, Richard Branson just like hit the edge of space. I was like, I didn't even know you were building a rocket ship. Is that a rocket ship? You didn't have a helmet, so maybe it's just a plane. And I was like, what's the edge of space? I was like, I had to Google it. I was like, 
So are you inside the ozone layer? That man, people talk so much shit about him. People are talking shit about, oh, you billionaire, you're playing with toys. And I'm like, oh, he didn't listen to none of y'all. He believed in himself. He visualized it. He dreamed it. And he just hit the edge of space, whatever the hell that means. He just changed what is possible for traveling the world. Everybody should do stuff like that. Everybody should just say, I want to build a robotic arm and learn everything that you can about it, you know, or I want to revolutionize skin grafting. I think we can all, if every single person was doing what they're supposed to be doing here, like maybe there really is a big mission that we're all supposed to be living and we're too busy on Instagram. I'm guilty. I'm addicted. But That's what I got for you today. (laughs) Um, When I was in middle school, we used to have to do these five paragraph essays. And it was like an opening, three body paragraphs, and then a closing. I could never close it. I was like, I don't know what, how do you finish? How do you tell people goodbye? So I'm gonna just close it like that. I hope all of your dreams come true. (laughs) Have a beautiful day.